So you've heard the buzz, digital real estate, the metaverse, but maybe you're not quite sure what this all means or you're wondering how this is going to affect your business in the future. Today on the show, we have Ryan Clinton of Audio Soleil, my hubby, and he's going to dive into what this all means and predictions for the future. Are you ready? You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Hey, Ryan, thanks for being here today. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm uh, Ryan, Christy's husband. I've been on uh, one show before, so you probably heard a little bit about me there. Um, I'm also the producer of the podcast, and I'm the founder of Trading Days, where I geek out on crypto and NFTs and share and educate about what's going on. And um, that's been like kind of like an obsession that I've gotten into over the last year, year and a half since COVID started, and um, geek out on that and hang out with my daughter. I love that. It's fun because you keep me up to date on all of this stuff because this is absolutely outside of my wheelhouse. So this is going to be a fun conversation here today. It's also fun because all of our date nights, we talk about crypto. It's really fun. <laughs> and digital real estate now. Mostly because I, I need your marketing expertise <laughs> on how to, how to help uh, come up with my creative ideas. <laughs> no, but let's be real. Like This is all the buzz. This is what everyone's talking about. It's new-ish to real estate and times are a changing, right? Yeah, it's so insane. We're going to like dive into kind of the basics. So we have a really good understanding of what that looks like and hopefully shed some insight into kind of like predictions for what we think is going to happen. And also um, hopefully you'll leave this show feeling a little bit less confused if you are confused like me. I, I and hope, me. Uh, yeah, I hope we can. I hope we can get that far. Okay, so let's start with what is the metaverse? Okay, so the metaverse is, it sounds like this kind of ethereal thing. All it really is, is a virtual space that you can go and do stuff. Like you, basically, like a, it could be a game. It could be the game Fortnite is a metaverse game. It's like a game where you would have like an avatar that represents you. And then you can go into that world it could be 3D. Some of them are 2D. There's different platforms, basically, that are all metaverse platforms. But it's it's basically a 3D or 2D virtual interactive environment. Okay, I just had <laughs> a revelation. So I'm, you know, every I think a lot of people know that I moved my license to EXP Brokerage. That's a virtual brokerage, and we have EXP World, where I have an avatar. And I walk Get, into what? a room. Beth, you do? I do. 
And I walk. I should probably change her clothes to like something different because I haven't dressed her lately. Um, so you walk in. I walk into a space, and then there's someone sitting at a reception desk that says, "Hi, Beth. How can I help you?" And I'm like, "Well, I need to go to this brokerage class, or I need to go here." And I'm really not very good at it because it's a little bit trickier than my skill set. So that's a metaverse. Get that yeah. out of here, you guys! Are have, you kidding me? You, you guys have your own. You haven't shared yeah. this. You guys yeah. have your own metaverse. Okay, good so, to know. Yeah. So this is. I'll show you it sometime, Christy. Okay, You'll, cool. Or Ryan will probably love it. I'll oh, show yeah. it to you sometime. So in a nutshell, the reason that this has started to become a really big deal is right now, and it's been in the news so much, is like the last year, Facebook changed their name to Meta. Well, that was like the sign of people going, okay, Facebook's going in on this. Microsoft just bought a gaming company. So there's, which is to get into this, Amazon is involved. Like all the big tech players are pushing their proverbial chips into the this space and that is why it is really like caught fire very recently so that's why it's in the news a lot so the metaverse essentially just lives on the internet it's like a world within the internet correct but it's not one there's you, a lot of them yeah so imagine like you have video games imagine it as like a category of a game kind of it's a it's a platform so you have Instagram, Facebook, Metaverse, there's Decentraland, The Sandbox. Who knows who's going to be the winner in the end, but that's what it, everyone is like trying to create their space. And then you go, what does winning look like? What are you going to get? A big piece of air? I don't I don't get it. And that is the piece that is sort of being discussed and, and argued over is what it's actually going to be in the end. And I, I mean, my, my thoughts on it are VR, virtual reality is the big thing. Facebook's got a virtual headset. I think it's called Oculus that they're trying to market. Yeah. I'm sure Microsoft, maybe Apple. I'm, I'm imagining that all of them are probably going to try. So far, a lot of them have been complete flops. I don't necessarily think in the near future we're going to be talking about like everyone's walking around with, you know, headsets on. I actually think what it's going to be in the near term and maybe a long term is basically like the next iteration of social media. Like I think it's going to be like what you're you go into your virtual office with your virtual receptionist. And because mm-hmm. you if you have like a person in one of these worlds, brands are now developing virtual goods to sell Justin in these Bieber worlds. Did a concert. Yeah. Like, How do you do a concert in the metaverse? I don't understand. It's like a it's like a video game concert basically. But, but he it, was actually singing? Mhm. His avatar. His avatar. His Justin Bieber <laughs> oh, avatar. Wow. Yeah. Was and it cool? I it was a big That'd deal. Probably I guess. Be a cheaper way than going to a regular Beeb concert. Yeah, I just looked at those tickets for like 300 bucks. Yeah. Beebs. The metaverse one or regular no, one? regular. I know. Yeah. It's expensive. There's a lot of like interesting kind of unusual things that are happening. And then the other thing. So NFTs are the other thing. Yeah. That's big news that are related to this space. And that is. So for uh, for the non-techie people in the crowd, like briefly describe what an NFT is. So an NFT is simply a non-fungible token, which means that it is unique and cannot be exchanged for something else that is the same. So like something that's fungible, if you have a dollar and I have a dollar, they're both a dollar. That's a fungible item. 
If you have a non-fungible item, it is unique. Well, an NFT is basically... I would say I'm a non-fungible item. Oh, I'm totally. unique. Yeah. Yes. You're totally an NFT. Uh, agreed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think we all are. Um, yeah. Uh, so what it, what it is is a unique piece of data that is stored on one of these blockchains. So well, in, in, in crypto artwork. Yes. And stuff like that that's NFTs. Yes. So it's art is like the big thing that's being blown up right now in relation to NFTs. And I, I honestly I was very confused about why this was such a big thing and why people are buying digital images for a million dollars. And I'm starting to understand more where this is going or like what direction it's going in because it's not just the image you actually own a unique piece of data so if you have it's like owning a piece of computer code and it's unique and people are taking an image and then assigning it to this piece of code so now that image and that piece of code are related so you own that so you could copy that image but you don't own the underlying piece of digital data. So that is why it's unique. Like I think the metaverse and NFTs and a lot of this right now are like the early days of the internet mm -hmm. where I don't know that we know exactly what it's going to look like, but I think you're starting to see like trends emerging. And you said something interesting about your avatar. So you said, I need to get clothes. Nike is going to have NFT shoes. That you can oh, buy. You just wow. basically prove why people are going to care. Yeah, that's why they're going to care. Oh. Yes, yeah, so you just basically, so like Gucci, I think, I'm pretty sure you can buy like Gucci. Sunglasses? Gucci glasses or Gucci, Gucci is developing NFTs. So like if you have your digital person that's going into this digital world, your avatar. You don't want them to look like a schlub. Yeah, you, you want, want them to, look, to like they're look as sweet as you are. Yeah. You do in real yeah, life yeah. or you, you want, want it. Yeah, you want life. it to look like you're, they're balling out. So you're going to start furnishing your digital person with dope gear. Oh my God. And so, that, so they're, I think what companies are seeing, if you're Nike, if you're, you know, Gucci, whoever, Under Armour, whatever the brands that ends up pushing into the space, I think they're seeing it as, one, a marketing opportunity, and two, a way to make money. I mean, make money. Yeah, so more money. More money, yes. Okay, so you just mentioned, like, basically, you it's it's like the next version of the web, which is why, essentially, it's called Web 3.0. And that's what, essentially, like, blockchain and crypto is... People hear Bitcoin or Litecoin or some of these things, and everyone was everyone was initially thinking of it as money, but what it is actually becoming is software. So, like, this is the most mind blowing piece of it when you explain this to me that it's yeah. not actually money. Yeah, it's software. It it is it it can represent value, like because you can you can like if I go right now and I want to buy a Bitcoin, I have to exchange my U.S. dollars for Bitcoin, so it is worth money. But the ones that are like, I think are going to be where this goes are actually software. They're developing applications on top of this essentially network because you can, you can use it to develop code on top of, which is like iOS or Microsoft Windows or whatever. You can make apps for that. Well, that's what some of these blockchains are is imagine it like an operating system and now i can develop another thing that 
rides on top of it. And then I can use that to do stuff like play video games and sell my digital stuff or artwork or whatever. I mean, you could do books. They're starting to do music. There's all kinds of things that you're going to be able to put into this. We didn't know where the internet was going to go when it right. started. And like, we were all, you know, we were all old enough to remember before the internet. And then when the internet showed up and what it looked like and what it looks like now, it doesn't look the same as it looked in 1997. Well, we literally can't live without it either. Right. It, 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 we need it for every single thing that we do almost. Yes. Almost everything's online or like hooked to Wi-Fi or something. There's always yes. a connection. And so if you think about back to the metaverse and like why this would matter or why anyone would care, why you would want to do these digital things in a digital space, well, we already are doing digital stuff on our social media. You know, we're living, we're living on there, putting our pictures up, interacting with people. You can talk on Twitter. That's sort of like step one of living on the internet, if you think about it. So then... Is it that far-fetched to think that in five years, ten years, we're going to want to have this digital space that we go to? And Remember when Pokemon Go came out and everyone went nuts going around playing Pokemon Go? Adults were playing that. So it doesn't seem that that far-fetched to me to think that we could end up going in that direction. And we're all married to our devices. Like It's where that is another thing that has become more and more prevalent is you can't really survive that well without it anymore. So to me, it seems like a natural next step. Like the evolution of it. Yeah. Well, what is digital real estate? Okay. So this, this is where things get get muddy. Well, and they get, it gets weird. So one of the big platforms that is out there right now that a lot of the big companies are putting pretty substantial amounts of money into is called Decentraland. Well, in Decentraland, you can buy virtual plots of land and they are selling for pretty sizable i mean like 10 10,000 100,000 like 150,000 for a virtual plot of land so like you know the game sim city do you remember that do you guys uh, remember? i know the name but i never okay. played it well you would build a virtual city well that is essentially what this is but you and i can go on there and buy a virtual plot of land well companies like JP Morgan are buying plots of land in this space and developing it. And there's even a company out there. This guy started a company called it's like metaverse group or something like that. And he's like a guy that's basically going to try to be like a digital developer. And this guy's take was if you could go to New York city when there was nothing there and start buying land, would you do it? Like, would you go back and start being able to buy? So there's people that think that this is going to be a space where people are vying for this digital land. Is it, these might be totally stupid questions. Is it something where like, if you buy a land in this space, it's sexier than if you buy a land in that that space? It's going to be status, right? Like, yeah, that's yeah. The idea. So there's already okay. in Decentraland, there's a, like a fashion district already. Oh, and wow. And so that's where J.P. Morgan bought space in, is in this fashion district. They set up a virtual lounge, the J.P. Morgan virtual lounge. That it. they'll probably sell memberships to. Or it's, yeah, or it's something. I'm not. They, and then you just, show up it, there in your, in your Gucci metaverse glasses. Gucci pants. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus and Christ. So, 
I can't I, even I, hardly handle my real life, let alone a metaverse life. So and so these so these plots of land are NFTs. So what you're buying is an NFT that says, you know, I Ryan am the owner of this area and if the value goes up and you want to sell it, you can sell it. If the value goes down, you now own you're this thing. Yeah, that went down. There's been like a lot of people talking about, you know, needing to have virtual realtors in this space like that's going to be a place like that you're going to go and be a, re- a realtor it's interesting it's interesting to see where it's going to go i i've been really into it because i started out super confused by it and then i pretty much just geeked out and uh read and researched tons and tons about it and i i can kind of see i like where it's going i have my various ideas of where it might go I really think what it's going to end up being is it's going to be kind of like a new social media. That's what I think is going to happen. Well, something that you brought up that kind of put it into perspective for me was when we were on vacation. So we're like on vacation on an island and the internet is horrendous. Yet everyone laying by the pool is on their phone trying to get a signal. And so like you're actually willing to deal with the hassle of the internet's really tricky there. And you're in a beautiful place laying by the pool, most likely on vacation too. And you're trying to get connected to most likely social media or maybe work, but you're trying to get connected to the internet. And so you were like, if you're doing it in this situation, is it that far-fetched to think that we are going to go into more of a virtual like land? Not really. There was an episode of Black Mirror. I, I can't remember exactly how it was, but it was like very similar idea to this. You had to have status. To be able to like rent a certain apartment, like she had to have yeah. like a high enough status, yeah, yeah. like points or something on there to be able to like get into that apartment building. And it seemed just bananas. Gary Vee has said when talking about NFTs after he launched his product, your your check mark on Twitter is worth nothing in the real world, really. But people are really concerned about them. So like the idea that people are going to get wrapped up into these spaces and like video games are huge. It's a, a probably a hundred billion dollar industry. Right. I think it's, it's possible that this is going to go in that direction. So yeah, the reason, but the reason the metaverse and real estate are suddenly being married together is because in crypto is because these virtual worlds are starting to become extremely popular and a lot of very very big you know companies are starting to invest a lot of money and so people are excited and interested about where it's going to go in that space that metaverse space that you were talking about where jp morgan purchased or whatever is it going to run out of land like we do in the real world Yes, they will. Yes, yes, yes. They, <laughs> yes, they they will run out. There is okay. only so many plots of land in okay. that land, so eventually it will. So it's designed to run out. So so then that makes it even more desirable. Yes, and that is what people are theorizing. It like you could you could hitch your wagon to the wrong project and then it ends up not going well like a lot of the cryptos right now Mm -hmm. like mark has invested into a bunch of weird cryptos and one of our friends is like hey invest in blah 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 and so he did and it's kind of shit the bed ever since uh (laughs) maybe it'll do something luckily he didn't you know invest the whole farm on it but yeah um it's interesting which ones are talk they'll have big buzz and which ones won't 
Yep. And that's basically, that's again, back to like the early internet, there was companies that went completely bust and there's companies that have taken over and you don't... A little AOL situation. Yep. Yep. (laughs) But like they made a fortune while they were in the game originally and then... Netscape Navigator. Remember that one? Oh gosh, that's like old, that's old. A school. browser from back in, and it was like oh, the yeah. browser for like a minute, and I'm it's got who knows where that thing where they went yeah. or what happened if they got. I don't actually know, but yeah. Okay, so let's let's like come back to real land here, like land that we're actually standing on right now. How do like NFTs relate to actual real estate? That is where I think this is actually really interesting because. Crypto slash blockchain actually will perform a really useful function in real estate because you can use it to record transactions, you can use it to automate certain processes, and you can use it to help with sort of digitizing some of the process where um, the software can actually do some of the work that currently is cumbersome. What a blockchain is, is a basically a living digital ledger. So it's recording things. And then once those things are stored there, they are always there. They are never going to go away because they're stored on a network of computers. So even if something happens to one piece of the network, the rest of the network still has it. And once it's there, it can only be amended. So you can amend new transactions or new data can be amended onto it but the original piece will always remain there so if you were to put a title onto onto an nft and put it onto a, whatever platform is uh like ethereum is the one that basically is like the big the big one for nfts it's there's others that are coming up but but ethereum is the big one now you you would then always have that title stored there and if you know, Mr. and Mrs. Anderson buy a house and put that title and deed onto that's that's how you say it, right? It would be the title and the deed mm-hmm. or just the deed. If it went on there and you know that those are clean, they own it from that point forward. The deed is what transfers the title. So once that is there, like do you ever have issues where there's disputes or things like where things are documented no, wrong? No, because that's where the title insurance comes in. That's, that's what covers where that it. Comes in. Yeah. What in, what in that sense it would do then is clean up like some of the work because you would already have it there. There's no more having to go back and look through records and all so that. So you probably wouldn't need title insurance going forward if it was free and clear in the first place. That would be interesting because that's how title companies make all their money. Yeah. So well, there's like, like you, you it's it, there's a cha- like it's documented. It makes sense, right? It's kind of like anything else that we have online. There's a history there without yeah. humans having to do the work. I mean, you'll always have access to each step. It's also distributed so that everyone in the process would have access to it. So if you were involved in a transaction, everyone would be aware of what was going on at all points in time because you can make it where it would be distributed to each party. And then you can also like digitally sign and audit parts of the transaction. So I I found an interesting article from... NAR, this gentleman named uh, Dave Conroy, I want to give this guy credit. This was from three years ago. This guy was already writing about it for... And NAR is the National Association of Realtors, for any of you that's not a real estate nerd out there. Yeah. So what he was talking about 
is the part that would be really uh, what that I found where I was like, oh, the light bulb moment of like how this would be really useful in real estate is you can use a smart contract, which is basically a another piece of code that works on an if then statement. So if this happens, then that happens. That's what a smart contract is. So you would have language where you could have it where, say, all parties involved with the transaction signed a document then it would release funds for escrow. You go into your DocuSign or whatever, everybody signs it, and then boom, it knows. Now that contract is complete and it would release funds. Proppy, this uh, company that's out there that um, I actually found out about from Beth, has done one transaction, but this this platform that they've created seems to have a lot of promise. And they they did a home sale with an NFT and I think the whole process took an hour or something like that. It was like very small amount of time. So instead of having it take days and weeks and you have to go through this big process, they were able to whittle down the home buying process to this quick process through using an NFT and putting putting the house on onto this digital contract. I think it was 12 minutes. 12 minutes. Okay. So 12 minutes. That to me was where I actually really got excited about this was seeing that this could be used for streamlining the process of buying and selling a house. The other thing that the this article on NAR brought up is that you could use it to buy fractional pieces of real estate so you could be partial owner of a property and still be able to sell out your portion of the property Oh, for people investing together. Real estate ownership isn't necessarily like a low threshold to get into it, right? Like where I can go, somebody, if you have $150, you can go buy a share of Apple and you can buy it in five minutes by logging into a brokerage and you can sell it again really easily. Real estate, it's not as quick and simple to get involved. So if you're like, you hear now a lot like millennials and stuff like we can't afford you know, we can't afford all this stuff to get into a house. We can't afford the price. Well, if you could go in shares into a house, you could have exposure to the real estate market without necessarily having all the ability to meet all of the qualifications. Okay, I'm just thinking about something else here. As far as like properties that are passed down to families and then they're like the six people or eight people, potentially you could do this virtually like digitally yes that simplifies the processes so much yes that's the that's what the the idea would be is that you would be able to um basically make tokens to for shares of the property and then each each interested party would get whatever it would be, an equal share, unequal share, however it was. But then if that person wanted to cash in, basically, they could just sell their one piece and not have to have the whole property get sold out and, and have that you know process take place. Because it's like people have that happen with cabins and stuff, right? Like where it can get a little, it can get a little tricky if one person wants to get out and the others don't or one person everybody wants to get out except for one and then you have yeah. to go through a one full... person can actually afford it in the family yep. and no one else can but it's usually the person that can't afford it is the one that wants to keep it in the family 
And so this this would just be it creates a lot more opportunity for people to have ownership in something. Yes. Well, even flexibility with investing. Yeah. You could go in like with someone you want to flip a house with or just yes. investing in general and buy shares. Yes. My gosh, you have so much more opportunity there. It simplifies it. Yes. Yeah. And that was what some of the other examples is you could buy like say I can't afford I want to I want to invest in real estate. I really want to be invested in an apartment building, but I can't go buy a whole apartment building. But I found someone that can sell me 10% of theirs and have exposure to that 10% and not have to buy the whole building. Yeah. And then you could make recurring revenue off of that 10% and then and then be able to sell out at one at any point if you wanted to. It would it would create opportunities that are currently under the way transactions are done. It doesn't allow you to simply do that. And so I think it would really make it a lot of interesting opportunities. Like I really think this makes a ton of sense. When you break it down like into like how it's actually going to affect like an everyday or like a, a realistic transaction instead of virtual land, the NFTs and the crypto makes a lot more sense that that it's actually going to happen. Beth, would you agree that real estate, like a lot of the processes are very archaic? Oh, yeah. So old school. So it feels like there would be so a lot. So much paper, so much room for error. Yeah, it removes like the room for error. Yeah. I forgot what it was when we bought our house, but there was something, there was something that was done do you remember with the fence or whatever? Yeah. And thankfully you we had, had title insurance. Yes. Yeah, you had an encroachment. Yes, there was an encroachment. So if if you had... That was missed by the previous buyer. Yes, it was yeah. missed. So the, these are the types of things where you could you could alleviate them by having these all records. It recorded. Yeah, it would all be recorded. So like, obviously this isn't all going to happen overnight, but it would be like... I'm, I'm imagining the transition is as things would start to shift into this space, then from point A, when we know everything is all squared away and onto the blockchain, well, now the next time a transaction takes place on this piece of real estate, we already know all of this was all recorded already. It would seem to make a lot of sense on how this could go. So I like this property company seems like it's, really like a got a, probably a bright future the other cool thing about Proppy is it is a all women management so just so cool i love that yeah so it was really cool i've i've looked into them quite a bit it's a pretty new company but i i think nar is somehow involved with their use case if you go on their site or whatever it's it's um it's on there but it's uh i i think there's a lot of um people that probably are involved and think there's something there. I, I personally think it's really exciting what could happen because it's an interesting use. Like crypto gets a lot of crap because I don't think people completely understand what it's all about in every case. And there's a lot of different use cases. Some of it is probably going to end up going the way of AOL and, and not actually yeah. really making it. And then there's other stuff, which is probably going to be like, in 10 years, we're going to go, how did we ever do this without, without yeah, how did yeah. we ever do this without this? Because this is so much better. Yeah, it's super sexy and fun to like think of how you can 
automate the escrow funds or whatever. Like it's not exactly like, you know, the big shiny object or whatever to chase after the same way as virtual reality and the metaverse is kind of the shiny object. And, uh, that's, I think it's actually going to be some of the like more vanilla, dare I say, boring stuff. That's going to be the stuff that's like super, uh, utility where we're going to end up, you know, seeing it used in our daily lives. Okay, bus bench babes, like, whew, does your brain hurt like mine does right now? Um, some of this, like, I can wrap my brain around, and some of it is kind of hard. What do you think, Christy? Yeah, it's getting easier only because once I see, like, how it's actually going to work in the real world, it starts to make more sense for me. Yeah. But it's still a lot to, to take in. Well, I guess I need to show Christy and Ryan my little EXP avatar. <laughs> yeah. Because maybe I'm further ahead than what I think that I we am. We need some BPR avatars. Oh, Ooh, I, that, that'd be fun. That that'd be made my fun. day hearing that because <laughs> oh, I, I'm like to, to see it permeating further into like people's lives and they're not even realizing it that yeah. it, that actually to me it's sells. Proof. Yeah, that sells it That's even proof more. That it's actually a thing. Yeah. yeah. Or that awesome. it's going to be even more of a thing. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Okay, Ryan, so tell everyone where they can find you. Well, you can find me on Instagram at Trading Days with a Z, uh, all one word, on Instagram. And um, yeah, I'm really excited to uh, hopefully meet some of you on there and, and uh, kind of geek out on some of this stuff. Wow. Well, yeah, my brain is broken here today on this episode, but... We're going to probably keep bringing this up because I think this is going to become more of a topic. So until next time, keep your face off a bus bench and keep being the badass boss babes that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here. 